Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Lisa and Catherine, I mean, that was that's how we knew we were in for something. Um, do you think she's pulled this back? I mean, there was, there's been some criticism about Nathaniel Wade and Nathan Wade, the way that he testified, seemingly cagey at moments, not really being able to recall a lot. She's had a very sharp memory. She had an explanation for the cash, which I think raised a lot of eyebrows. Yes. Why would you be paying back this man in cash? Who uses cash nowadays? I thought Has that she been was incredible? the most compelling part of it. And there's lots of personal details about her life and how she lived. There were places where she drew the line. For example, not wanting to talk about where her daughter lives right now. Mm-hmm. But the testimony on the whole was calmer than I expected it to be when she first walked in. You were worried. But also incredibly detailed. And I thought her portrayal of why it is that she pays for things in cash and has lots of cash on hand was very compelling. Basically, it was a life lesson she learned from her father and then sort of joked about the way that she was raised by that old black man, as she referred to him. Yeah, and Catherine Christian, if you want to look not at the salacious part of this, but at the legal part of this, which is whether or not she financially benefited from the hiring of Nathan Wade to be the special prosecutor, did you find her credible? Yes, and the defense oversold this. There was no evidence other than the woman who was a former friend and a former employee. That's their evidence. And anyone who has an elderly black parent or elderly black people in life know it's about keeping cash because you never know when you're going to need it. So she's been very credible. <clears throat> Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. Had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I was giving him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. But I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house and I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. I've had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. It's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you... I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. So you just put money in. It's a very good practice. I would advise it to all women. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from? 
I didn't say I couldn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is, when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and no, 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 it's important. You said, where did the money come from? And I need to tell you where the money came from. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or $1,000. At my best days, I've probably had $15,000 in my house of cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid, Mr. Wade, the cash in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So it could have come from a private job because before I was DA, I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period that's probably in there. You don't it know could have. All right, welcome back on this Friday. <sighs> Fannie Willis, she sounds pretty, <laughs> she's pretty arrogant and uh, very high strung, very annoying to be honest to listen to. I don't know if anybody else felt that way, but I certainly did. If she loses here, I mean, she's got a significant amount to lose. If she loses here, I would say that's pretty bad for her, uh, considering that she would be removed and somebody else would come in and God knows where that would take this trial or this uh, case against President Trump. Um, you get the right person in there, they may dismiss all the charges and call it a day. I mean, she's got, she's kind of got a lot on her plate here, a lot to lose. I don't know how much Democratic Party is going to be happy with her. Uh, there was a couple of things in the, that, I mean, besides the fact that she was arrogant, uh, her boyfriend, when he was speaking, uh, if you listen to him, his, his conversations were a little weird, like, they asked him at some point, did he ever go, did they ever go to, uh, I, I don't know if it was the Bahamas or the Caribbean or whatever. And, uh, the judge is like ever. And he's like, ever. She's like, yeah, ever. Have you ever gone to the Caribbean or whatever with him? And, uh, he, he literally paused for like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. And, and then he's like, nah, I can't recall. It's like, wow. Okay. That's what this whole case is about. I mean, like you're being paid to recall these things and you're supposed to be helping her out, obviously. I mean, this is the lady that you were having an affair with. This is the lady that paid you all the money. You'd think that you would try to help her out. Uh, but his answers were pretty crappy uh, during that time. So, uh, I mean, I don't know where this is going to go, if it goes anywhere. I mean, I, I just feel like you could see what kind of person she is just when she's talking there. She, uh, she just it seems real like a big jerk. Oh, and of course, naturally being a, a, you know, a leftist, uh, zealot and everything, you know, I don't need no man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say most women don't think of men as a plan. I'm sure there are some girls that do that. Obviously we've known about that since the beginning of time. There's always somebody looking to come up, but I don't think most people look at men as a plan. They look for somebody that they're going to fall in love with and want to spend the rest of their life with. I know that that's very tough for Democrats because I don't know if these people could truly feel love in their heart or not. But for us normal people, you just look for somebody that's special, that you get along with, that you could see the future with, that you could see yourself growing old with, that you could see yourself having kids with, somebody that has common values and core values and common goals in mind. Yeah, I mean, th those are what you look for. It's not just like, I don't I don't need a man. Man, not a plan. 
man's a companion. Oh, well, yeah. Either you're very bitter from being divorced or you are just a typical leftist, anti-family, anti-nuclear family uh, zealot. And I, you can take a choice, whichever word you think she is. But uh, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out for her. Yeah, I'm not going to say she did horrible on the stand. Uh, she does seem like she's uh, doesn't have a lot of real great answers to, to things, but uh, she's definitely you know uh, combative and uh, and high strung and thinks that she's got all the answers. So I mean, who knows where this is going to go? An- another funny thing that I had, uh, saw, I didn't I didn't pick up on this because I hadn't watched the entire thing. I was watching bits and pieces as I was putting together a kitchen today with my uncle. Um, but, uh, when she was, uh, talking about, um, uh, money and keep a cash on hand or whatnot. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about, you know, how racist that is. Black people don't know how to, yeah, they, black people don't know how to use banks or whatever, or, you know, um, some of the other media outlets were applauding her for it. And they were saying that's a form of racism. I mean, I, I I personally didn't go in that direction. I mean, you know, people people keep cash on hand. I mean, uh, she's trying to defend why she had so much cash. So, I mean, naturally, she's going to say she had a lot. But, um, you know, people keep cash on hand. I, I mean, I, I don't think that's a race thing or a black or white thing. People are saying to black people, what are they saying? Black people know how to use banks or this or that. And I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at things a little differently. But the way I feel about that entire thing is that, you know, I, whatever everybody's like that. I don't, I don't know about you or me or, but uh, there's a lot of people that like to keep a certain amount of cash in their house. And the rest is either investments or in a savings that you can get a hold of at any time. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think that's that big a deal. Uh, the money that she paid out cash is a big deal, but I mean, to have a personal stash of cash in your house is not that big a deal. Uh, but apparently to some media outlets and some people that read really deeply into it, maybe that is, uh, big for them um and i'm going to talk about that just for a second i mean this is not what i was intending on doing but um you know sometimes you got to stop looking to be um, offended or irritated by everything you know and you and sometimes i think that when you're always looking potentially you know you're 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 trying to see things that are not actually there and there's a lot of that that goes on daily. And I think people need to just relax. I mean, sometimes it is what it is. Does some, do some people like to keep cash on hand? Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Is it that big a deal? I mean, we got to go down the whole racist thing and we got to get, we got to go in that direction because a lady likes to keep cash in her house. I, I just think it's a stretch. And I think you're looking for a reason and you're looking to call something out and you want to be the first one to say something. And Hey, look, I saw this in a different way than you did. And what do you think about this? I, Sometimes things just are what they are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think that there are some people on my my on my side that got to take it down a notch. Yeah, I mean it, that's not is that what's really important right now? I mean, I mean, who cares? Lady keeps cash on hand. Who cares? I don't know. I just I just feel like we should focus on what's actually important rather than trying to get people worked up over something that's kind of stupid. That's just my opinion. This kind of felt like I need to say that, and I'm done now. All right, moving on. 
outgoing Biden administration climate envoy John Kerry doesn't think a Trump presidency will impede the campaign to eliminate fossil fuels. The remarks were made during a ministerial meeting of the International Energy Agency on Tuesday. Kerry went on to say that even when President Trump was there for those four years, 75% of our new electricity came from renewables because we had portfolio laws in the 37 states that required the deployment of renewables. He also said, so whatever happens, that's not going to change the direction we're moving in. I do not believe that that is true, but that is his opinion. Uh, He also said that Trump's likely 2024 GOP presidential nominee uh, and a domestic fossil fuel energy hawk could reserve efforts to reduce emissions in other ways. With 500 gigawatts of coal-fired electricity generating coming online in Asia, Kerry said the emissions reductions in the U.S. and Europe would become undone. Trump could impact diplomatic efforts uh, to slow the the, the build-out. Um, Kerry did went on to say that uh, we succeeded in our work with China and getting China to agree that they're not going to fund any more foreign coal-fired power uh, power building uh, being built, excuse me, uh, which is a step forward, and the enforceability of this has proven to be complicated. Uh, Kerry announced in January that he'd be leaving his position to work on Biden's re-election campaign and will be being replaced by John Podesta. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, as much as he is wanting to say that, maybe to uh, not make people nervous or try to keep other countries in line that are thinking about jumping ship, figuring that, hey, we're going to get some new leadership over here. And to be honest with you, we don't want to do this nonsense because it's hurting our economy and it's hurting the way that we live. So as soon as Trump gets in the White House, we're going to reverse course just like everybody else. And we're going to go back to using the... Um, fossil fuels that we know work and have been using since the beginning of time. It could be one reason. Uh, the other one could be, he's just gaslighting people potentially. Um, or, you know, third one is just, he's just that stupid. Uh, I, I tend to blend one and three, you know, cause I think Carrie is an idiot. Um, but, uh, I also think that he has got a, he's trying to keep everybody on board to keep this plan moving forward, knowing that four years go by pretty fast. I mean, if you look at what happened with Joe Biden's term, look at how quickly time went here. I mean, uh, I just remember I started my podcast not too long before the 2020 election, maybe six or eight months before that, feeling like I had to say something or do something other than just voting, which is extremely important, to try to get other people to wake up and see things for what they are and, and try to stop this uh, this man from getting in the White House. Unfortunately, uh, their game plan was better than my game plan, and they had uh, war gamed COVID, and COVID ran reigned supreme, and they were able to get away with a lot of stuff that uh, you know we are all still questioning today. Um, but those four years went by how fast? I mean, we're we're coming up on the election here, and what are we mid mid February? So nine and a half months. Or nine and a half, ten months or so. Yeah, we're we're gonna start with early voting, and and it's it's on and popping. So I mean, it went by that quickly. So he may be thinking that Trump's presidency would go by that quickly. Also, not to mention Trump has no opportunity to uh, go for run for re-election again because this is would be his second term, and he's all done after this. I mean, plus at that age, he's getting pretty old, and I don't think he should be. I think he should go home and play golf and do what he likes doing and, and just take it easy for a while. But uh, 
that could be uh, one of Kerry's other potential reasons why he is saying what he's saying. You know, we can only guess. We don't know what's in other people's minds. We don't know what uh, what they've already strategized on. And so from an outsider looking in, just reading the speech and whatnot that he gave, and uh, I, to me it looks like he's trying to do a little bit of damage control and maybe a little bit of fear tacticking with other uh, countries. I mean, it, it's, it's possible. You know, you draw your own conclusion on that one. And to follow up on yesterday's um, conversation we had about, uh, you know, it's very convenient that we're giving Ukraine all this money and all of a sudden this threat comes out of nowhere. Um, well, Speaker Johnson um, today or Thursday indicated that Congress had been aware of Russian efforts to develop an anti-satellite weapon well ahead of House Intelligence Committee's Mike Chairman uh, or uh, Committee Chairman Mike Turner sounding the alarm earlier this week. Turner on Wednesday abruptly warned everybody, which we all know about. Uh, lawmakers confirmed that the threat uh, at issue is that the Russians have developed an anti-satellite ca- uh, capability or capabilities. So there it is. Uh, nothing to be worried about. Nothing to be upset about. Russia doing what Russia does, if Russia even did it, or if this is just a ploy to get you not to pay attention to the money that they're trying to send to Ukraine and Israel and uh, Palestine and just uh, focus in on something else, uh, if, if, it's an ev- if it's even really a threat. I mean, who knows at this point? All I do know is that everything was very convenient and they got everybody up in, everybody up in arms and then you come out with something like this. I'm not saying that Russians attacking our satellites is not bad. Obviously, it is bad because, you know, you start knocking out communication uh, and Internet and everything for people. So it'd be hard for people that only consume things through their phone or through the Internet or whatever. Um, yeah, there's going to be some downtime there where you can't get the information you may need. So obviously, there is some problems there. There's also satellites that they could attack that uh, work directly with our military. Uh, but overall, yeah, I don't think that Russia would do it, to be honest with you. I think Russia is right now supposedly fighting, supposedly, 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 uh, it's a South Florida thing. I told you my daughter said this. I'm trying to correct it. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Anyways, um, but so supposedly they're in a war right now with Ukraine and you think that they want to fight Ukraine and the United States? I mean, hell, if you can't beat Ukraine, if it's legit and you guys are actually trying and you can't beat Ukraine, I can guarantee, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that there's no way on God's earth that you're going to beat the United States. So that would be a very, very stupid and foolish move unless they are desperate and wanting to make some kind of statement. I don't know that that would be a very, very foolish move and to be plainly honest with you i don't think putin is that stupid of a person to do that i think putin would attack one at a time i think putin is sitting back laughing at us because we're doing a good enough job destroying ourselves right now he doesn't really need to do anything but just sit back eat a bag of popcorn and watch us implode (laughs) i i think most countries that's what they're doing sitting back and watching us just self-destruct and they're not really concerned about anything else, figuring that, oh, yeah, once they uh, are done with whatever they're done doing, they're burning the place to the ground, then we will become the number one. And it'll be real easy to take at that boom, at that moment because uh, the once mighty nation has now crumbled. You think I'm wrong? I don't know. I, I, I kind of. 
That's the way I feel anyways. I, I don't think Putin's got the time, and I don't think Putin really cares uh, to attack the United States right now because, well, like I said, we're doing a good enough job of that. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.